Thank you, sir. Thank you. Let us stand and actually pray. I want to pray. <clears throat> Thank you for the introduction. Amen. on me about the bio. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for bringing us together, Lord. We thank you for your word, Father. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, Father. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you, Father God, that you thought about us while we were yet sinners, Lord. We ask you right now to decrease Robert right now. Increase your word, Father God, your Holy Spirit right now. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh upon me, Father God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my Words of my heart, meditation by my mouth, be acceptable on thy sight, my Lord, my Redeemer. Touch the hearts of those that are here to receive a word high. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand of praise, amen. I'm excited to be here. You can have a seat. Well, I guess we are going to read the word a little bit, but uh, I want you guys to understand that I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. I take this uh, office standing here at this lectern, very serious, very serious. I've been preaching for, I don't know, 17 years, praise God. And, uh, Amen. And, 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 and I thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord for, uh, for keeping me. Because if it had not been for the Lord, I don't know where I would be. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord for Pastor Benson here, who, uh, who was willing to extend this invitation for me to stand here, amen? amen. I don't take that lightly at all. Amen. Because if you, if, you, if you go here, amen, and you hear Pastor Benson preach, you really don't want to stand here too often. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious about that, amen? But from his preaching and his teaching, it does nothing but grow you, amen? amen. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the direction. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing in my life. I'm excited about what I see happening even today, amen? amen. We ought to be happy in all the times because all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose and love God. Amen? Amen. All things. All things. Even though they're not all good. Amen? I'd like to thank God for the officers of this church. Amen? The men and women. I I, want to say this too, and I don't mean no harm when I say this to anyone. I'd like to thank the Lord for Christ's strong men. You know who you are. Amen? And, uh, and that's a powerful thing. This is the first church that I've been in that, that is so many men in the house of God. Amen? Believe me, I love my wife. I love the ladies. Amen? I'm a mama's boy. But to see men of God, amen, is a, is a beautiful thing and rare thing. Amen? I like to thank my wife, my sweet tea. Uh, because it's, uh, it's, it's no accident, amen, that, uh, that we stand here together. Uh, in my search for a deeper understanding of the word of God, I met my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to Grace Bible Institute in Voorhees, New Jersey. And my wife and my mother-in-law was going there, my mother-in-love, let me straighten that out. Uh, we're going there. And uh, I didn't speak to her the, first, the whole first semester except to say hi. She was smiling, all them teeth gleaming all the time. <laughs> you in the way, you blind in the word of God. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> but the Lord, 
and his all-knowing and his word, and he shows forth. I like to thank the Lord for the beginning and the end. That's uh, in my life. That's Genesis and Malachi. I was going to be a father, amen. I never wanted to be a father until I met a woman named T. <laughs> I thank God for all that. I thank God for what He's doing. I thank God for those who came out to visit with me today. You know who you are. And my mother in love, she had, she's an usher, and she had to get up there to Jersey, but it's supposed to be ice and everything, so I'm glad she didn't go. I know they're going to miss her up there, <laughs> but if they're watching, she's here. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> Let's get to the Word of God. Open up your Bibles to the book of Ezekiel. And we read for you hearing Ezekiel uh, chapter 37. Amen. And uh, verses 1 to 5. Really, our message is going to come from verses 1 to 10. I wouldn't do that to you. Amen. Amen. I let the word of God bring out the word of God. Amen. Because God's word is just that good. It's just that powerful. Amen. If I forgot anything charged in my head, not my heart. Amen. I'm excited about this word. And to put a title on the message, it would be speak life to it. Speak life to it. Amen. No matter what the situation is, speak life to it. Now, we talked about God's creation, amen, and how, you know, things change. And, and in the beginning, God created uh, the earth, and, and he rested. Then he created man, and he rested. Then he created woman, and neither God nor man rested since, amen. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank God. For his creative power. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the Lord is good, amen? I want you to understand that. I mean that in all nice. There's three points I want to touch on today from Ezekiel. And uh, the three points are recognize, acknowledge, and speak. Recognize. Acknowledge and speak. In uh, Ezekiel 37, verse 1, it says, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. See, when God is talking to you, you need to be listening. When God is moving, you need to be moving with him. When God is directing your path, which way should you go? That way. But do we? Not all the time. But see, you know, when we're dealing with our lives, it's times we don't want to give God credit for who God is. You know, when we're going to do something, we'll say, oh, but my first thought was, your first thought? Mm, come on now. Or somebody tell you what their conscience told them to, to do. Amen? Or oh, I had this feeling. If you know Jesus Christ, you ain't got no feelings. It's the Holy Spirit talking to you. I just want you to understand it, just in case anybody confused about what I'm saying. It's the Holy Spirit talking to you. And sometimes, you know what, you can look at things with like, and, and different obstacles are being your way. Problems. 
things can leave you feeling low and you're worried about your life. You're worried about where you're going and what you're doing. Amen. You're worried about the things that are going on so much so that you take your eyes off the prize. Amen. You take your eyes off the prize. You need to recognize when God is trying to bring you somewhere to show you something about yourself. Amen. You can't receive a word from on high if you're not listening to the man on high. Amen. A lot of times we want to hear what sister so-and-so say. You know, you call your best friend. Ain't always the best friend to call. Amen. I'm trying to tell you, especially you married sisters, don't call your single girlfriends about your husband. Yeah, I'm looking at you, honey. <laughs> I don't mean no harm. I got no problem. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> no, that I'm not taking that. I'm not dealing with through the word. Amen. See, sometimes we want to take things on our own. Sometimes when God is ordering our steps, we want to go where we want to go. We can get caught up in the noise of the world and not hear the voice of God. Amen? Just like Elijah. Elijah was looking for the Lord and trying to hear his voice. Amen? Elijah was going crazy in 1 Kings 19. He listened in the earthquakes. He listened in the fire. He listened in the storm. But it was as he said his word was not in none of them. He heard it in a still, small voice. A steel, it's a, and it's a reason God did that, amen? Because the storms of our lives can be so loud. The problems in our day can just magnify itself with our hearts and our minds. We're, we're trying to focus on everything else. Like even right now, even right now, before I stand here, I had the actual prayer for my mother. Worry about my mom, amen? I'm a mama's boy. But all things work together for the good of God. All things, Amen? So you can't get sidetracked by the noise of the world when God is taking you places in the spirit. Amen? When he's taking you places in the spirit, spirit, you need, to be, you need to be willing to go where God would take you when he's speaking to you in that still, small voice. Because there's always voices that got something to say to you when you need to be hearing from God. Amen? The first thing we say when we hear a great word, amen, you ever go to a, to a service and the preacher just tore it up? Amen? They done tore it up. The first thing some people say is, uh, I wish so-and-so was here. This, this, this was just for them. <laughs> I'm not talking about anybody here. But I know some people have done that. Amen? That's the first thing we say. I wish so-and-so was here because that was a word for them all the time. All the time. You know who the word was for. Like God didn't know who was going to be here. Amen? Like God made a mistake and had you here and not them. I don't want you to think on that too hard because I don't want nobody upset with me. Because if I'm stepping on any toes, just move them a little bit. I hope you're moving them in God's direction. Amen. See, we need to start looking at what God is doing for us and not what God is doing in somebody else's closet. What you doing in somebody else's closet? See, God reveals himself to those who seek him, those who love him. In Proverbs 8, 17, it says, I love them that love me. Those who seek me early shall find me. Those who seek me early shall find me. You know it's important how you start your day? It's going to make a big difference on how your day goes. It's going to make a big difference on the, on the challenges you come you, that against you. Amen? The Lord says, seek me while he may be found. Call me while he's near. Amen? He wants you to experience him before you experience the world. Every day. 
every day. That's why God gives us new mercies every day. Why? Because you wake up feeling like a sinner. I know you don't want to tell me what you're thinking about when you first get up. It ain't always good. Because we look at our lives and see that's not always good to us. And so we don't always think so good. Amen. But God has something prepared for you. He has experience prepared for you. He got things set for you so that you can recognize it. Sometimes it can get hard. Amen. And uh, Philippians 1.6 says, being confident this one thing, that which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Until the day of Jesus Christ. Whatever God started for you, he's going to finish it. You don't have to do it of your own. All you got to do is seek his word. You don't have to get in the way because if you do, you're just going to miss what God has for you. You don't have to try to give to somebody else because God meant it for you to see it. Amen? Just like you see somebody else, you should look back at yourself. Amen? See, what God has for you, he has for you. You perform it. You just got to recognize that it's coming from him. Amen? You got to recognize when it's coming from God and not seeking the world, not seeking the things of the world. Amen? Just recognize. Then once you recognize what God is doing, that's when you have to acknowledge what the situation is. That's when you have to acknowledge what the situation is. In Ezekiel 37, 2 reads, amen, says, and he caused me to pass round about them, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, very many bones, and they were very dry. Not just bones, but dry bones. You ever thought about that? I mean, many people talk about it, amen? A dry bone, dry bone is useless. But a bone in itself is very nurturing. As a matter of fact, the bone is the very essence of your life, of your being. And you say, well, what are you talking about, preacher? The marrow, the marrow in your bone produces blood cells. If you did not have marrow, you wouldn't even live. The marrow in your bone. So it's important when you say dry bones. See, because a, a bone that has marrow that's not dry is still useful. Amen? Come on now, tell the truth. I know y'all don't want to tell it when you was younger, amen? See, when we get older, we change. When we was younger, when y'all suck on that rib bone, <laughs> y'all hell on that bone. Come on, tell the truth. Even that chicken bone, you know, when you're a kid, you ain't, you ain't ashamed to, you know, to get the juice out that bone, to get the gristle and, the, and all. You ain't, but see, when we get older, you know, when you get older, you get a little class with you, but you still want that bone. <laughs> I'm telling you. And it says that, that a dry bone is useless. It's brittle. But see, as when we look at our lives and God is talking about these dry bones, we need to recognize exactly what God is talking about. Amen? We need to know exactly what he's talking about. We need to know why God would talk to us about dry bones. Amen? What's the use of it, right? The fact of the matter is a dry bone is useless. It doesn't have any strength for a tool. It doesn't have any marrow even for a dog. You give a dog a dry bone, he's going to look at you a little funny. You give him that bone that just came off the table, he's going to hold on to that bone. He's going to suck on that bone. He's going to dig a hole and bury that bone. You know why he's going to dig a hole and bury it? It holds the moisture. When you dig it back up again, it's just like he first buried it. See, even a dog know better than to have a dry bone. <laughs> even a dog. See, when we see the dry bones in our life, it's time for us to recognize what they are. Amen? See, when you look and you say, well, what kind of dry bone are you talking about, preacher? I'm glad you asked. 
The dry bones in our life sometimes are missed opportunities that we let's just walk away. Sometimes the dry bones in our life is a bad relationship. Now, because it's a dry bone, we don't even want to deal with it. Sometimes it's our hurts and our pains, and it's a dry bone in the valley. And then we take those bones, just like some people. You know what? Just like if you was, if you was going to have a party at your house, anybody ever have, you know, get together, people from church come over, and you're going to straighten up everything? You take everything, gather it up, and throw it in the closet somewhere. Anybody ever do that? I mean, my wife don't do that. We throw everything in the garage. <laughs> then, Here's the issue. Here's the issue. Then you can't use the garage for what it's intended for because they never seem to bring this stuff out. It's the same thing we do with our challenges and our hurts and our pains in our lives. We take those things and we bury them somewhere and we don't deal with them. Amen? And then it becomes a dry bone. Useless. Useless. But it's still there. But see, when you bury something in the, in the corners of your heart, when you bury something somewhere in that area that you bury and stuff in, can't be used what it was intended for. It can't be used for what it was intended for. If a bad relationship, you done tucked it away and ain't prayed for it, ain't asked God to fix it, ain't asked God to fix them or you, which, what, what do you think the next relationship is going to be like? All because you hid it and tucked it away don't mean it's not there. It don't get no better. As a matter of fact, it gets worse. It festers. Amen? And that's just a brick in the wall that you're trying to build. And we got problems with walls right now. Ain't no need building no more. <laughs> See, sometimes when we tuck those things away, it's only one way we can deal with them, and that's it's with God. As a matter of fact, to be more specific, that's what is God's word, amen? That's how we're going to deal with it, amen? So when we have those problems, when we have those pains, and they, and they, and they, and they create bitter, or bitter, or bitter walls, at some times in our life, we look at those when we're trying to move forward, and we can blame God for it. Oh, it's easy to blame God. Soon as something bad happens, if you don't say it, somebody else is going to ask you, oh, well, where was your God when that happened? You ever had somebody ask you that? They got a lot of nerve, don't they? But what are you doing to give them the opportunity to ask you that? Have you asked yourself? Are you speaking life to it? Or are you tucking it away? Are you standing in the midst of the, of, of the valley of bones and recognizing that God put you there for a reason and not just to look at the bones? But, you know, when, when God was talking to Ezekiel and he put him there, he told him to speak life to this bone. Amen? He told him to speak life to it. Amen? Just like when Jesus Christ was coming to take care of Lazarus and Mary and Martha was, was grieving. Amen? They were grieving. They were grieving. They lost their brother. And Martha just heard that Jesus was coming. And, and you know Martha's a doer, right? right? She, she's a busybody. So Martha got to running and met Jesus. Amen? Met him right where he stood. Didn't let him get nowhere. And Martha said to Jesus, man, if you was here, my brother would not have died. You know, Martha, she pays attention, amen? Guess what? We all pay attention, but self can get in the way. Self can get in the way. 
You see, when Martha went to Jesus and said, if you had been your brother, wouldn't I die? And, and then, but see, God knows, God knows what we're going through. Jesus said to her, your brother shall rise again. Amen? The word of God spoke to her. The word of God spoke to her. All she had to do was acknowledge the word, but what she did was do the same thing that we do. Think about how the things ourselves we get in God's way. Amen? She said, I know he's going to rise in the day of the resurrection. Guess what? She meant well, but that isn't what Jesus said. Amen? She meant that. See, if I can use my Holy Ghost imagination, I can see Jesus saying something like this. Do you know who I am? That's why Jesus is Jesus and I'm me. Amen? See, Jesus had to, had to reassure her, had to reaffirm to her, had to let her know, you don't have to wait until the day of the resurrection. I am the resurrection. I am the life. I'm the one that produced it in the beginning. Jesus was serious about that, and he wanted her to recognize that. And we need to recognize when Jesus is speaking into our lives. And we need to bring those dry bones and speak life to them, just like Jesus would have us to do it. Amen? Instead of, okay. Instead of believing God's word, sometimes we like to believe our own word. Instead of rising to God's level, we like to bring God down to our level. Saying, God, I don't understand this situation. I don't know how this going to, is, is, is going to get fixed. Soon as the Lord tells you, you say, well, Lord, that don't make no sense. He didn't ask you to make sense of it. Amen? He didn't ask you to make no sense of it. He just gave you a word from the Lord so that you can move forward. Amen? So that you can be blessed. See, when Jesus said, I am the resurrection, he said, he that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Yet shall he live. See, we need to look at that dead situation in our lives sometimes. It's that dead relationship that don't seem to be going nowhere. We need to speak the word of God on that thing, amen, so that it shall live again. Amen? See, Christ came for our resurrection, not because we was living and needed help, not because we're dying, but because we're dead. Amen? But because we're dead. When that situation in your heart that you don't want to deal with, the reason you don't want to deal with it is because it's dead. And you need to speak life to that thing, the word of God, because that's where the power comes from. That's where God's joy comes from. That's where you get the victory from, from when you speak the word of life to it. Tell your name and say, speak life to it. In all situations, you need to speak life to it. See, God knows. God knows that the power is in his word. Amen? This is when we need to speak life to it. Speak God's word. In Ezekiel 34, it says, and again, for, and again, he said unto me, prophecy on these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The word prophecy simply just says that it simply means to speak under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen? You're not speaking of your own power, but in the power of God. Amen? You can speak those things to come that God directed you to speak, not the things that's in your heart, not the things that you feel, not your fears and shortcomings, but speak the word of God even if it makes no sense to you because God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. Who can know it? He said, it has not even entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for you. Speak life in that dead situation. The word is prophecy. The word 
Jesus is the living word. Jesus' words are eternal. Amen? The word that Jesus gives to us is to speak living life into dead things so that they may arise and become who they need to be. If you take the time to use the creative power of Jesus Christ to speak it into your life, it will change everything you ever thought you were doing. Every way you ever thought you you could do it. God could fix that situation. God is meticulous in his fixing too. He's meticulous. God is not going to speak to dry bones so that skeletons will stand up and walk. That's not his intention, amen? We didn't read it, but in Ezekiel 37 and 7, it says, So I prophesied as he commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, amen? Come on now, anytime you bring the word of God into a dead situation, somebody's going to make some noise. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to complain. And then it says, Behold, there was a, a shaking, amen? You ever been through something? Yeah. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And there he beheld the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. And he said unto prophesied unto the wind, the son of man, and said, Wind, say, thus saith the Lord, come from the winds, O ye breath, come upon these that are slain, that they may live. And I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came, and they lived, and stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. And exceeding, see, God is meticulous. <clears throat> like I said, he didn't want no bones. We ain't had no skeletons walking around, amen. They said he put sin new nest of joints in the marrow. Put them between the bones. It said, it says he put he put flesh on the bones. It said he put skin on the bones. And then they stood up. They didn't just stand up for nothing. They stood up because there was the army that God has for you. Speak to the dead situations in your life. Speak to the dry bones in your life. Speak the word of God to them and they're going to stand up, an army of the Lord, to change your life from now until eternity. God wants you to speak life to it no matter what you're going through. Don't let the devil have no reign in your life. When you got the power of the word of God at your fingertips, speak life to them. God is meticulous. He covers all things. Amen. You don't have to just cry about your marriage. Amen. Speak life about your marriage. Amen. You don't have to cry about the bedroom in your marriage. Speak life into the bedroom. Amen. Try it after you prayed about it. Married people know what I'm talking about. You don't have to cry about your babies. Speak life into them. Although sometimes the babies will make you want to cry. But don't just cry. Speak life. Speak the word of God. Speak life to it like only you can, like only God can give you. Prophesy, he say, I commanded me, and breath came, and they became a great army. So in conclusion, I say, don't just bury the things that's in your life. Speak life to them. Let God change it. Let God resurrect it. Let God fill it. Let God build it. Let God take it where it should be, even if you don't know. Let us stand. Amen.